welcome back to Hey Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast covering everything there's no in the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt. Best club in the Bundesliga, best club in Germany, best club in Europe, best club in the world for that matter. But we're a little bit biased. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. You can follow the show at HEFPOD. That email address is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at Gmail. Dot com and you can also like our facebook page where we post uh highlights we post news in the english language covering eintracht frankfurt we post uh special little events that we have set up special little contests that we've set up and that is facebook.com slash hef pod so i don't do this show alone and without further ado it is nathan and st louis who joins me hello bud hey brian uh short and sweet (laughs) (laughs) i think that kind of sums it up it's just kind of like uh well yeah that team that we faced damn they're good hell yeah Uh, they're good yeah look this is a team that is definitely one that you cannot take lightly eintracht frankfurt kind of went up against a team that is consistently in europe playing in the Champions League, playing in the knockout phases of the Europa League. And the fact of the matter is, Eintracht got, well, their hands full with uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. Uh, in Shakhtar's uh, season this year, those guys really uh, have not had moments where they have been embarrassed or that they have mm-hmm. let themselves down when it comes to playing in Europe, as they kind of run the table for the most part when it does come to playing in Ukraine. Uh, it's just the kind of way that the Ukrainian league is because it's really just the big two heavy hitters that people know yeah. of, Shakhtar Donetsk and Dinamo Kiev, who basically run the league. Everyone else is just in the way. Uh, they only have one loss on the season outside of Europe, and that was... Take a wild guess at who did that. Uh, that was <laughs> Give. <laughs> All there the way back in uh, August. Wow. That's a long, long ways away. These guys actually don't play their first competitive league fixture until the 25th of February. So that, I mean, by the time that we are done with the second leg, they won't have even played uh, a league match. So in the meantime, Eintracht has their hands full. So, ah, well, let's kind of dive right into the match before we kind of take a look at what is up with Gladbach. Uh, Eintracht's next match uh, on the docket for the Bundesliga. So, uh, needless to say, uh, I did not see the first yellow card from Stepanenko, but the fact of the matter is that the Eintracht really benefited from the fact that you know, needless yellow card racked up against a uh, stupid yellow, stupid yellow card, stu- really stupid foul in the mm-hmm. 11th minute. And during the first 10, what, 11 minutes, we had two goals scored. We had two yellow cards issued to the same player. Not going to lie, he's probably kicking himself in what, and he's probably buying all the drinks for the goals for the goal scores in this one because you know he really put them right up against it but uh you know 
Um, Martin Hinteregger is still being credited for the goal. I would put that more down to the fact that the uh, goalkeeper just kind of bobbled that right into the net. But, you know, it's been... He's only been with the Eintracht for a couple matches. And Mm -hmm. what more can you say about him? He has been a key contributor to the Eintracht. But, you know, Eintracht's defense just... They look stretched. They looked a little shell-shot. Indica, despite the fact that, you know, we would have preferred him alongside Hasebe and Hinteregger, did the defense look really shaky? And yes. you start wondering, you know, would Marco Ruiz have been better? I mean, sure, he doesn't exactly have the legs for it. Maybe he would have been better at shoring up the defense in the latter part of the match. Mm-hmm. Maybe he would have made sure that uh, we didn't get stretched out for the second goal uh, that did happen did occur would Salcedo have been better would Follett have been better I mean the questions are bounds and yeah uh whilst look that penalty was dubious but you know you can see it going either way but okay we're a little bit biased so you know what anyone who says oh that's incorrect well you know (laughs) yeah at the end of the day that penalty came about, and Eintracht had to react immediately. And what I have an issue with is the fact that, for me, uh, despite the fact that these guys played down to 10 men for a, the vast majority of the match, the Eintracht still did not bury them. Yeah. Yeah, this team is... It is a Champions League team, um, head to head head to toe. Um, yeah, we we got lucky with uh, Stepanenko. Um, I believe he's their uh, sole Ukrainian that is a money maker. So for the next match, it could be beneficial for us that he's on the bench. But you know they're going to have somebody fill his void, and you know they played pretty well without him, regardless. So. Um, they'll have 11 this time instead of one extra. So what to do, man, alive. This match was painful to watch. We should have driven circles around them. I expected something more along the lines of when we played Lazio. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say I, the part of there, there was a lot of chances that we had that we just didn't bury. And you can count that to luck. You can count that to skill. Those things have to go in. Um, Jovic had plenty of chances to capitalize and just punted it. Um, Ravic did the same, um, Kostic as well. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. It's, it's interesting. Like I'm trying to find nuggets of things that I enjoyed and, um, obviously Hintzreger had a good game. Surprise. Um, like he, the little energizer bunny. Really yeah, was moving is around, great. and right behind him, Roda was really holding down this, you know, center center midfield area. Fernandez was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the, a lot to be desired, which made me very much think, okay, got that wrong. Put in De, uh, De Guzman, he was an instant improvement, instant yeah. improvement, and it just. But you have to you have to question like we go into the half and, I, and I'm thinking Fernandez had a shitty half and mm-hmm. so I was like oh, okay we're gonna replace him and and we come to find out that Roda's coming off 
for Yetro Williams. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Um, so I'm I'm hoping that Roto was a rotation, rotation especially with a for Gladbach coming up. Well, this is just what this is just what a team like the Eintracht has to deal yeah, you with do. when you are playing. You know, but this, even so, uh, it, I mean, it wasn't match. that is Europe. It, Hutter knows this team is is has tons of quality, and we have to go for the throat in a game like this. We can't just cruise and and I I don't think we did. I th- I think we did what we could do to score, but it's just frustrating to see a team um, just not capitalize on all the chances that we had uh, with a man down. Uh, yeah, in Injika was just piss poor yeah i I don't think that was a penalty but it could have gone either way so you got to give you know you got to take that for what it is but i just don't think he had a good game hasebe didn't have a great game either um trap saved us the game so i'll give him uh the benefit of the doubt Hmm. uh that they should have scored on he had that incredible save i don't know who on, on who but um came out of nowhere and had that save so I, it, all things being considered, this is what we both hoped for. If you just black box the game and and come out the other side with one point, both of <laughs> us were wanting that from the beginning. Right. So <laughs> I'm not going to be too um, frustrated by this. But I, I, you know, we haven't. How many games have we gone now without scoring? You know, in consecutively it's it's been a while now so that's the thing that I, in the back of my mind that i'm thinking man is there a larger problem here that just isn't that no one's really talking about so and the last game where we scored uh well i guess we scored two today but i don't really count that interregular goal <laughs> uh bremen and freiburg uh of course, we scored two and then three. So, um, yeah, you got to remember, uh, we only had two of the three buffaloes out there. Uh, sure. Alaire definitely being—they're tr- definitely holding him back to try and keep him fully fresh uh, from Munchen Gladbach, and so it kind of brings into a question. We'll get to that in a minute of what we could be expecting from Eintracht v- versus Gladbach. Uh, currently in third place in the Bundesliga, but we're not done yet talking about Eintracht versus Shakhtar Donetsk. Um, for me, I think a key thing for us going forward is the fact that uh, Shakhtar Donetsk is going to be without two players. You know, a key role in the midfield, Stefaninko and Kriv- Krivstov, who uh, both he, his, uh, yellow, his yellow card uh, in the in all UEFA competition, uh, that yellow card means that he is actually going to be missing the next match for Shakhtar Donetsk. So, needless to say, uh, got a pair of uh, players who will not be taking part in Shakhtar's next match. And and I had to check this. Uh, they honestly, unless they're unless I am totally missing on this. Outside of their big rivalry match with Kiev, uh, in terms of major away fixtures, they have not really faced up against a very volatile and angry and excited crowd. They did go to mm. Hoffenheim, but let's be honest, 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not even it's, Hoffenheim. It's not. It's not exactly the most vibrant of places. When they played Lyon, guess what? That was behind closed doors, so no one was there. That could have been an atmosphere that that would have been a little bit on the intimidating side. And then mm-hmm. they also went to Manchester City. And if anyone has any clue of uh, some of the atmospheres that have been surrounding uh, European matches, um, everyone has been saying it's like. During the Champions League, everyone pointed out that, you know, of all four, uh, of all four matches that have already been played at the first legs, uh, two were in English Stadia, and you could hear the away fans. You could hear the home fans <laughs> in the other matches, in the other two matches, but you could only hear the away fans and not the home fans in the English game. So, kind of says it all right there that Shakhtar Donetsk, when they do come to Frankfurt, it is going to be the most intimidating atmosphere that they have played in so far this season because they won the Ukrainian top flight last year, so they got into the group phase automatically. And mm-hmm. I think that really will spook them. Granted, they will ha- be, you know, have been able to rest everybody and can throw everyone all at this match. And I expect us to really have to kind of hold on for dear life, but. Look, fact of the matter is, so long as the Eintracht uh, do not lose and do not concede more than one goal, worth her. End of. Worth her. Uh, thanks go. to our two away goals. <sighs> Only question is, uh, we could, if we are in a similar situation next season in Europe, because we all anticipate us to be in one of the two competitions, is if we'll have the same benefit of away goals. So, We've kind of talked about some of the players who have ill-performed. We've talked about some of the players who have performed, uh, some of which we wished they had done just a tiny little bit more. But the fact of the matter is, Eintracht came away with a draw, and we needed to get some goals on the board to get the away goals thing working in our favor. And to the away fans who made a heck of a lot of noise... Oh, hell yeah. Hats off to you guys. And also, oh, three degrees Fahrenheit at the kickoff. Uh, I'm not really <laughs> got to be drinking a lot City. to stay warm it in is, there. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, oh, that's bloody cold. Mm-hmm. Just saying. And uh, hats off to you guys uh, for kind of weathering that cold, though. Who, Whoever the fans were that, have, that had the kind of... Uh, the gray uh, furry hats, the gray Entrecte Frankfurt furry hats. Definitely want to get my hands on one of those because that <laughs> those look sharp. Send send a couple of them our way, please. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, anyone who works in the fan shop, uh, just let us know. We'll give you uh, shipping instructions. So that being said, <laughs> that's gonna wrap up segment one for. Uh, hey, I'm Trek Frankfurt. It's now to our favorite part, one of our favorite parts of the podcast. It is hashtag what are we drinking? Nathan, what are you going with? Well, um, I got home and I had a whiskey right away because of this game uh, after work. And then I had, <laughs> yeah, I needed, I needed to wash it out with something. And then I finished, I finished my little dinner, uh, with, uh, some mezcal, uh, Espadine. 
Whew, I love that stuff so much. Um, so I'm not drinking anything anymore. I don't want to get drunk or anything. So <laughs> I'm back to water. There you go. There you go. Um, actually, you know, I'm taking it easy tonight. Uh, after a crazy game like that, sometimes you just need to relax. I'm actually going still with something that has a little bit of sugar in it. Yes, uh, some alcohol does have sugar in it. But, you know, doing something that actually is... Well, it's technically regional, regional. So, um, yeah. So, uh, Fitz uh, Bottling Company. Uh, mm. Those guys create some uh, interesting uh, soft drinks. And uh, kicking back, relaxing with uh, my favorite of their kind of varieties that they have, the Black Cherry. So, Ooh. some good stuff. It's a good soda pop. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, that's, that place is right, like, right down the street from me. Hey, all to that. Prost. Prost. To rule, we're kind of doing a truncated show as uh, kind of immediate reactions with Eintracht playing Shakhtar Donetsk. Next up, really, we have very little time to even yeah. contemplate what is next. So, guess what, folks? <laughs> we jump right into uh, previewing the Bundesliga. So, what's been going on in the Bundesliga? Okay, so uh, you could kind of let's look at the Bundesliga table before we get into Mutin Gladbach. So, currently after 21 match days, Borussia Dortmund, Bayern Munich, Mutin Gladbach, Leipzig. Those are the teams above us. 50 points, 45, 42, and 38 respectively. Dad come with that. Getting some points. distance. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get there. <laughs> uh we're about to enter into a very very comfortable part of the schedule. We're just not through the rough part. We're just not. That's th- true. Look, we will have played in the last couple of weeks. We'll have played Dortmund, Gladbach, and Leipzig, and those are three of the teams that are in the top four at present. So yep. you tell me if that's hard or uh, not, because you know we have matches coming up against the likes of Dusseldorf, against the likes of uh, Augsburg, Stuttgart, Hanover, and Nuremberg, practically all in a row. So. You know, yeah, got plenty to get excited about. Just so. for sure, but uh, some of the action that's been going on uh, for Bundesliga clubs: Borussia Dortmund fell to Tottenham Hotspur three 0 in their match. Ugh. Got pantsed. Got pantsed indeed. <laughs> uh, they basically need to blitz uh, Tottenham Hotspur from London in a couple weeks' time for the second leg, or they're out of the Champions League. I got a funny feeling that they'll just kind of write that off. Take yeah. the extra money that they got from the Champions League knockout phase and focus everything on the Bundesliga. Well, we can help them out last match today if they need the help <laughs> when we face Munich. But, you know, 
that's <laughs> something down the road. Uh, other teams that are involved in Europe, Bayern Munich and Schalke still have yet to play their uh, Champions League match. So that's going to be happening next week. Uh, at the same time that Eintracht is in the midst of their second leg of our Europa League tie. The other team involved in the Europa League is Bayer Leverkusen, uh, who played a nil-nil draw with Krasnodar. Uh, not exactly sure of all the details that kind of transpired in that, but at the end of the day, you know, I get the feeling if we played them, we would have uh, done a little better than that. Yeah. Uh, this granted, uh, Leverkusen's match, and you know, Leverkusen has been blitzing teams like crazy. If anyone has not seen them on the Peter Bosch, they've been like, yeah, all out attack. On a tear. It reminds me of how they played with uh, Bosch. Uh, Bruce Dortmund team played until everyone figured them <laughs> out. So Krasnodar in Krasnodar <laughs> in Russia, you know, they played to the nil-nil draw. So I've got a funny feeling fireworks are going to just go off in a week's time. So that's going to be interesting as the hmm. Bundesliga is still rolling through in Europe. Just five teams in Europe for the Bundesliga. But, mm-hmm. you know, Quite a lot of stuff to talk about in general. So, Bercy Dorman starting to struggle a little bit. Bayern Munich, well, they're not exactly convincing, but I think mm-hmm. next week's really going to be the the telling point of what happens for the rest of them. So, for the rest of the Bundesliga, you know, Bayer Leverkusen has been shooting at the table, so it's we're going to have to deal with in in about uh, once we get back from the international break. There's something we'll have to deal with. Um, so far. That uh, the get the difference between us in fifth and Vitor Bremen in tenth is a little nerve wracking. If you ask yeah. me, six points difference between us and we're in the uh, Europa League slot in the Bundesliga that actually goes directly into the group phase, mm-hmm. and there's a five point gap between us and Leipzig. We're tied on points with Leverkusen. It's getting a little tight. Getting yes, little it is. But uh. Kind of let's look at the bottom of the Bundesliga. Uh, there's this chasm that's starting to occur. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Schalke has not looked good all season long, but the thing is, uh, there is a four-point gap between themselves in 14th and 15th, uh, which is the last slot before you start getting into the relegation uh, pitfalls. But three Augsburg in 15th, they have a three-point gap on... Uh, Val Bay Stuttgart, who just fired their sporting director, so it looks like mm-hmm. things are changing. Jurgen Klinsmann might be taking charge down there, of which, yeah. God help any Valve Bay fan. But then again, you know, if you can stay <laughs> crap for just a couple more weeks until, you know, we play you guys, then you can do all the changes you want after we pants you. You know, just saying. <laughs> and yeah, the, then there's a one point gap between Stuttgart, uh, and Hanover in 17th, and then there's Nuremberg, who's two points even further down. I mean, Hanover just beat Nuremberg at the weekend. So, uh, needless to say, the relegation scrap is looking pretty dire indeed. And yeah. those guys are all coming up to play against the Eintracht very shortly. Um, let's see, we still got Nuremberg away. We have home, t- uh, excuse me, uh, away to Hanover, home to Nuremberg. Uh, we have Stuttgart as well, Augsburg as well. Oh, gosh, why can't we play them right now? Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> that all aside, let's talk about the... We still have to go through Hoffenheim first. Yeah, in the meantime, we still have the Hoff. 
Uh, <laughs> well, you know what? We'll deal with it when the mm-hmm. time comes. So, for uh, sure. Other matches that are going on in the Bundesliga this weekend that are of note. Honestly, for me, it's the fight that's happening below us. Uh, yeah. The match that's between Hertha Berlin and Werder Bremen. Uh, and also, you could say Wolfsburg and Mainz. Uh, those are guys that are just points behind us uh, yeah. in the Bundesliga table. So something to kind of keep our eyes the other, out for. The other interesting one to me is Freiburg versus Schalke because they're right above the garbage. Yeah, um, the, the garbage four. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, one of those teams wins. Basically, you're putting so much distance between yourself and the basement four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is it is garbage time. And sadly, in case anyone's kind of wanting to keep track of who uh, Leipzig is playing, because they are the team that is directly above the Eintracht, and we're all we're playing the team that is next to them in Uten Gladbach, they get to go away to Stuttgart. So I have a funny yeah. feeling Leipzig is going to uh, get the full Honestly, three points on this, and we're just going to have to keep pace. Yeah, we're the other interesting match because everyone else is kind of playing. The you know top teams are playing the absolute basement teams right now. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. I'd like to some kudos to Leverkusen and Dusseldorf. It could be interesting because each team is playing at a high frantic pace. Dusseldorf gaining a lot of points. Yeah, and that's also a local uh, match. So I don't know how much animosity there is because Le- I mean Leverkusen is just that team that's right. Sp- spliced right in between Gladbach and Cologne and Dusseldorf and everyone just kind of looks at them and it's like you're annoying you're that little gnat that is just flying around and pissing everybody off so (laughs) (laughs) but let's get to the real meat and potatoes for this uh, match day 22 and that is Eintracht versus Gladbach this is at the Comets Bank Arena the Waldstadion uh this is the early kickoff on Sunday. Uh, just a heads up for anyone wanting to pay attention to more Bundesliga action. We do have a Monday uh, game, so that's always fun within the rest of the Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. It, once the next TV deal is in place, well, those will be a thing of the past. But the thing is, uh, it's going to be sticking around. And I think we're going to, I think we have. Uh, Monday match coming up too. And then you can put that entirely to blame on the fact that we're playing in the Europa League. It's just, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah. you know. At least it, we're playing Dusseldorf in that one. Yeah. And <laughs> hopefully we'll get. Hopefully they've, they've calmed down a little bit. Yeah. I would, I would like to hope so. Yeah. You know, someone's <laughs> got to deflate the bubble. Anyways. Yep. So, Sunday, Eintracht Frankfurt. Versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. So, uh, Eintracht going to be playing on Fox Sports 2 on this one on Sunday. Shame we couldn't get FS1, but yeah, what you going to do? Anywho, <laughs> let's get to what Gladbach has been up to. So, Gladbach has really benefited from the fact that they got knocked out in the Pokal in October. They're not playing in Europe at all and have been able to get some interesting results. When I say interesting, I mean going to Munich and pantsing uh, Bayern <laughs> Munich 3-0. I mean, you don't go to Munich and beat the Bavarians 3-0. It mm-hmm. doesn't really happen. But the thing is, they also have really only lost 
to decent teams or mm-hmm. teams that they're pl- that they're playing on the road. But the thing is, they have lost twice this season to Hertha Berlin. Uh, in Berlin, 4-2. to two. That was back in September. And then they lost at home randomly. 3-0. I'm just kind of starting to scratch my head and wonder. Do, they're almost like a Jekyll and Hyde team in the fact that they do drop the points on the road. And this match definitely at the weekend was kind of a random one-off that Hertha Berlin just happened to... I don't know if they caught them at a weird time, but the fact of the matter is, uh, Gladbeck has had plenty of time to be able to prepare for us, Yeah, which kind of sucks. Gotta rotate the squad. Gotta let mm-hmm. Adi do his thing. Uh, quite a few players were left on the bench that could definitely have provided the spark uh, for us in the Europa League, but hey, you know, keeping some guys fresh so that we'll be able to take on those guys and put our best foot forward pun intended um for me i think that it's really dominating the middle of the pitch the kind of players that they've been utilizing so far this season Patrick Homan and zacharia are two and neuhaus those three players from mujin glaubach have been exceptional this season they have put in very good performances uh, we'd like to think that Fabian Johnson, as Americans, has been doing good, but he's actually been absolute crap. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, Gladbach has played a simple, simple system, and I'm just, you know, we can sh- look, we can shut them down in terms of their main attacking thrust. But the fact is, uh, their midfield basically keeps, uh. And it keeps everyone from trying to really hit them in defense. They haven't really been tested all too much when it comes to their defensive prowess. They still have Jan Soma, one of the better Bundesliga keepers that are out there. For me, this is going to be a track meet. Uh, we looked yeah. bad. We played the last, When we played them, this was still when we had not found our groove. We had not looked good when we did play against Munchen Gladbach. And, you know, yeah, they embarrassed us to start off the season mm-hmm. really badly. But the fact is, at this point, I am all for just, you know, dropping, you know, having that bell ring and just slapping the gloves together and then just throwing haymakers and just wait, just keep on pummeling them until they basically concede. <laughs> Well, I mean, that first time we played them, we still weren't really the the front wasn't really solidified yet. Jovic came on as a substitute, and uh, I think Nicholas Muller played in in um in, in that top diamond. Um, so it was a weird a weird situation. <laughs> Indeed, uh, for me, look, it seems forever ago that we lost to these guys match will ended up being three to one in case anyone had kind of forgotten about it but mm-hmm. this is a different nine track team sure we're dealing with you know one of the key, this is like for us the key moment of the season you know what you're gonna do in the europa league because you're currently in fifth you have not not sure where the season can kind of you know play out for me Eintracht is really, 
I mean, if this was a way to go out back, I'd be really worried. I'd be thinking, ah, crap, this is gonna, you know, kick us right in the, right in the stones. And that will then mean that playing Shakhtar on the second leg would be really difficult for me now. Um, with Eintracht playing at home, I'm thinking that, uh, Look, the ball's on our court. They kind of... Cons- Look, they have a tendency, Mönchengladbach, that is, to concede uh, first-half goals in the matches that they do lose. And that's really... It, they just don't... They don't come back from that. You know, mm-hmm. need examples? Freiburg. They lost to Freiburg 3-1, you know, in, <laughs> o- in October. And Freiburg got off to a really, really early lead. Uh, when they lost to Hertha Berlin in September uh, in Berlin. Uh, you know, St. Louis native himself, Ibisevich, got a brace. First first of that was in the first half. Leipzig, uh, first half goals. Dortmund, first half goals. You know, hmm. it happens to them time and time again. They concede early. They don't come back. And yeah. on the road... It's well, easier to happen, yeah. Yeah, that is true. But, I mean, for all that said, I think that the Eintracht's going to come away. If I, uh, I'm ready to make my predictions on this, what do you think, Nathan? Well, um, they're, I mean, they're a team that's kind of steamrolling themselves right now, so we we ought to take care. And uh, other than that hair to loss, they've been kind of – on a roll that Hertha and the Dortmund, like you said, is just other than that, those, those are two blips on their radar. Um, yeah. Hertha doesn't really make any sense to me, especially when they're, when the, they were at home for that one. That being said early first, um, first half goal, they can, yeah. the, they can see in the first half. They really do not come back A lone Exception. I can point out is against, uh, away to Augsburg and away to Wolfsburg. And you know what happened in Wolfsburg? They scored first, actually, in that first half. Hmm. <laughs> that's the difference maker there. And Augsburg, well, that's just a weak team. Yeah, yeah. They're not doing too well this year. Nope. Um, yeah, well, I'm thinking we're going to see some changes to the to even the defense this time. I'm wondering if we'll see... I don't know if he's playing with us, but I, I mean, he is practicing. I assume uh, Torre. Yeah, Torre. He's he's still in the still in practice mode. I, mm-hmm. I'm kind of understanding why he has not kind of been more implemented. Yeah. Uh, I, would I like mean, to this see would be a game that action. I think Marco Russo. It might not be a game that some, we'd see him. I think Russo will also be making an appearance. Yeah, on this time. Um, yeah, you get. I mean. And Jika probably needs a, a little bit of a rest. I I would give a young kid like that some some bench time just to to rest. Um, so, but yeah, I mean we're gonna have to be on our toes on defense. Um, and like you said, that midfield is gonna be where this whole entire game occurs. I feel like you know 100%. that's where they they stymie all the all the attacks through their midfield, not through their defense. So. Um, we'll have to keep that in mind. So I'm guessing Fernandez will be in there again. Mm. Um, I, I can't, I, I mean, who, who else is going to be in there aside from him, um, to fill that role? I guess Rhoda will be there. Obviously they dumped him early for that, probably for that exact reason. Oh boy. 
Um, this is going to be a hard one. I, I'm glad that Alaire is going to be 100%. Um, you can always count on DaCosta and, and Kostic to, to run the sides. So, yeah, I, I, I have some hope. but I, and, and honestly, Hinteregger has been giving me a, a little bit of a, a, a hope. Or maybe they're th- trying to throw a team off like Gladbach, thinking that we're just trying to go to go to him for everything. Every set piece goes to Interregger in the last like two games. Um, well, hey, he put one in at least. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I'm just saying it. It's very odd that it seems like they're just setting it up for like some uh, a situation where they just throw the entire defense to one side or something. Um, yeah, I think I think we'll do well. We need to break our break our little um like goal uh we're just not scoring too much so we need to break that so i'm 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 saying we'll win i think we're gonna win score i think i think like you said we're gonna score early and we're gonna win three to one that's what i'd go with (laughs) i like it uh i do think that fillette is probably going to be in the starting lineup uh him and russ and i got a funny feeling hinteregger will be still in there uh, when it does come to the midfield, I think Willems will get the full start. Maybe leave Rhoda on the bench and possibly put De Guzman uh, in the midfield. Unless, of course, they think that Fernandez needs to be in there and leave De Guzman on the bench. Planning for him and Rhoda for uh, for the Europa League. That being said, uh, I mean, shit. Hmm. We're going to run Kostic and we're going to run the cost, I swear to God, into the bloody ground. But, you know, r- ride it while you can. I'm yeah. still kind of, I'm wondering what uh, Dintracht will actually do. Because I think that it might be a good time to, you know, he's been he's been on the bench. So maybe we see uh, Paciencia uh, get onto the pitch hmm. uh, during this one to try and give... You know, another one of the Buffaloes, a chance to kind of, you know, recharge. I think that one, trying to, if I had to pick one, I think that uh, Rebic will actually be the player who is kept on the starting lineup. I think that Jovic will be the one taken off for Alaire. And I think that Paciencia will uh, get his chance to kind of keep everyone kind of. Rotating Curious. around. I mean, hey, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a thought, just a thought. But the fact of the matter is that I think that Eintracht will come away with this one actually with a much more uh, competent two-nil uh, victory. So, hmm. for a long time, I've been picking draws. I'm getting out of my shell. Two-nil <laughs> win for the Eintracht <laughs> over the Foles. So we need it. it. This is the moment we need to break from this little lull and and uh, get three points instead of one. Indeed, indeed, or none. <laughs> indeed. Oh, uh, where you can where you can find the match is in the United States of America is Fox Sports Two or Univision Deportes. It's also going to be showing also going to be showing that Fox Soccer Match Pass will be able to be streaming that as well. So if you want the work. That will actually be having the uh, world feed broadcasters on there, so can kind of go over towards that. So Sky Sports Bundesliga taking care of Germany, 
Also, when it comes to the United Kingdom, you got BT Sport Live and BT Sport One. They're going to be taking care of you there. And yeah, let's see. Uh, that kind of that. I guess Nathan, that's going to wrap it up for this episode yeah. of Hey Eintracht Frankfurt. A kind of tr- another shortened one. Have a lot. Have a lot of stuff going on. So we're kind of doing double duty this week. Needless to say, uh, if for those wondering where other. You know, is Roman going to make his return? Uh, you know, time difference being what it is, we'll try and see what we can do. Perhaps we can do a immediate aftermath uh, podcast on in regards to Eintracht versus uh, Bruce Umoch and Godback with him. Uh, we'll see as time permits. But that being said, uh, Nathan, where can we find you on the social media? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at N-A-J-A-K-W-A. And I want to... Uh, call out that uh, Roman's um, interview in on Frankfurt Radio. I think it was ninety eight point one. Um, it was a blast to listen to. I, I picked up about half of the words, and I still <laughs> followed along quite quite well. I, it was a pretty good conversation. Indeed, indeed. That being, and we'll uh, be able to put that uh, interview online as well. So check the Facebook page. That's www.facebook.com slash H-E-F pod. Mm-hmm. Follow the show on Twitter at H-E-F pod. You can also email the podcast. That is Hey Eintracht Frankfurt at gmail.com. Also, if you are an Eintracht Frankfurt fan and new to the show, uh, give us your give us your story of being an Eintracht Frankfurt fan. Love connecting with fellow fans throughout the Hell world, yeah. as we do on and and we've actually put out you know interviews with these fans. Uh, here and there let us know let us know and who knows maybe your story will be one that we do a podcast special with that being said um thank you for listening to this episode of hey eintracht frankfurt uh, until after the bruce Eumich and gladback eintracht frankfurt game juice juice hey,